Please stand by for a special podcast from Two Works For You. And welcome to a special edition of Beyond the Forecast. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Collier from Two Works For You. Uh, today we have a, a wonderful guest in, uh, Andre Campbell, with uh, Counseling Recovery Services of Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, the times are crazy right now with what's going on in the world as far as uh, coronavirus. But we're going to talk to Andre about ways that we can stay calm in situations like these and, um, you know, ways to talk to our children as well. So more of the the mental aspect of the news that we hear and really, because on social media, we get a lot of information. Andre, first, welcome to the show. Thank oh, you so thank much. Thank you for, so much for having me. Really nice of you. I know you're busy. And um, tell us a little bit about your role with Counseling Recovery Services. Yeah, so um, my main role with Counseling Recovery Services is to really ensure that we are providing the uh, best quality clinical services for our clients. And those might be therapy services, case management services. We have some contract with the state that allows us to also address the opioid crisis. So we provide some um, uh, suboxone in regards to treatment for services as well. And um, we also help with housing and um, any type of transportation issues that our clients might have just to ensure that they're receiving the best care and actually have access to care. Gotcha. All right. So let's hop right into this and talk about uh you know, there's, there's a lot of panic around, there's a lot of fear, uh, because there's a lot of unknown information still. Um, and, you know, we hear snippets from, you know, we get on our phones, we see this and this, you know, the numbers are increasing, there's, there's, uh, you know, some panic abound uh, by each person when we, we hop on our phones or we watch TV. What are some of the things that we can do right now and in the next coming weeks to, to keep our blood pressure low, to help just keep us calm. Are, are there any things that you can kind of guide us along to, to help us out? Yeah, I think one of the things to kind of keep in mind is that um, when you think about anxiety, anxiety is more of a, a worrying problem. Mm -hmm. And um, we oftentimes confuse worrying with almost as if it's a action word, it's kind of a verb, when really more, I think, of, I think of worrying as more of a noun and the fact that it really doesn't do anything, it just kind of keeps us spinning. Sure. And so some things that we can do at home in particular, it's absolutely okay to create what we call um, safe spaces at home. And for the kids in particular, if being in their rooms or hanging with a family or just somewhere in the home that helps them to feel secure and safe is going to be important particularly safe from the, the worrisome thoughts that they have. And so, and safety isn't necessarily this cognitive idea that they just get it, they understand it because you talk to them about being safe. Mm -hmm. But realizing that safety is an emotional experience. So really kind of um, pacing yourself with them and kind of finding out, um, you know, is this feeling safe for you or is that feeling safe for you? And I think in this time, it's really important to make sure that we assess that with our, with our kids, just to kind of take them to different spots or places that feel safe for them. And then they'll be able to kind of hear the conversation differently as to what they, what they can do or can't do. But to try and talk to them about what's going on without putting them first in a safe state, if you may, it's not necessarily as beneficial as it could be. Absolutely. And, you know, kids are uh, always unique and they oftentimes, um, you know, don't really communicate well because I got three kids. So I know at home, you know. Every once in a while, I'll hear like, well, you know, I might miss school because there's some some sickness going around. 
Um, are those things that you really need to be looking out for, those, those little hidden gems that they talk about? Is that what we should be focusing on with our kids? Yeah, so um, right now, because there's not a lot of clear, infer, um, clear uh, um, info or sure. stuff like that that's out there as it relates to the virus or to even the situations going on, is that um, kids are going to say different things. And it's also, an, uh, for kids, it's an opportunity. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. an opportunity to not go to school. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So they're like, yeah. Yeah. So it's an opportunity. And um, sometime also having to keep in mind that um, while it's an opportunity for them to not go to school, it's also an opportunity for us to have conversations to ed- to educate them in a way that makes sense so that they're not receiving just the general uh, information that's out there or the information that may not be as accurate as possible. So I think as parents, being able to inform ourselves with getting things that's more realistic, um, because I'm not really necessarily saying that we have to be positive, because sometimes things are challenging. Sure. Um, But can we be realistic with our kids? And can we say, here's what we know, and here's what we don't know, and here's what we're learning along the way? I think that'd be beneficial. Absolutely. So, you know, we if we go through the next couple of weeks where Things are uh, tightening up a little bit. I mean, we see games being canceled, uh, you know, March Madness. Uh, we've got NBA being suspended. Um, what is some advice for you to for people at home to help keep their mind clear and stress-free and relaxed? What are some ideas that maybe that, that we can help them out with? Well, I think one thing to keep in mind is that anxiety in itself um, is on a it's it's not a, a kind of either you're anxious or you're not anxious. It's on a continuum. And so you're going to have ang- levels of anxiety. Mm-hmm. So if you think of a dial, you can be at a one or you can be at a five or a 10. Sure. And some anxiety is actually good for you. Right. Some anxiety is not good. So any anxiety that cripples your ability to function, of course, isn't great. So we don't want to get rid of all anxiety. We just want to get ourselves to an anxiety level that makes us um, be prepared to do something if we need to do something. Exactly. So one of the things to help reduce the anxiety is to really, um, it's okay to say, okay, based on what's going on, what is the likelihood of something um, going, to, something bad um, actually uh, coming up or something bad in regards to the family or my friends. And once you can kind of scale that in for yourself and say, well, you know, it's maybe at a five or maybe it's at a hundred, then you really help to determine what steps you need to take. Mm -hmm. So if you can scale it and then determine on the scale that it is what action you want to take, then that makes a big difference. If your plans, if you just sit in anxiety or sit in worry, you're really going to just kind of cause yourself to have some physiological problems. Sure. So it's anxiety or worry at a moderate level with action attached to it that makes for better, better, better conclusions for sure. Now, uh, and look, I'm not trying to pin you down, not being a medical doctor and trying to diagnose people in, 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 in that way. But, you know, what are some of the symptoms that maybe we're just not realizing that maybe our anxiety is a little too high. Maybe we're just not even thinking about that aspect of it. Yeah, so look for anxiety in the context of three areas. So there's there's anxiety that is cognitive, um, anxiety that is, um, so cognitive is like worrisome, a lot of kind sure. of what-if thoughts. Anxiety that is um, phys- um, physical or behavioral in the fact that I either um, – I don't go here or I avoid this or avoid that. And then there's, con- and there is this, 
uh, physiological anxiety, which is just naturally tied to the fact that some of us have a tendency or a predisposition, we say, right. to being anxious. Sure. So I'm, I'm one of those. Yeah. I'm going to admit, you know, yeah. I've grown up that way. That's just kind of me. Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, I was always scared of uh, thunderstorms. And <laughs> I think that's what got my fascination with weather, yeah. you know. Uh, but what I found was learning more about it uh, to, you know, in a healthy degree, helped me understand things a little, a little better. Exactly. I think it's increasing, increasing the knowledge base is also good. And along with increasing your knowledge base is realizing is challenging your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and realizing that my thoughts and our thoughts are oftentimes hypothesis of things. They're not necessarily facts about things. Sure. And so um, what if this isn't true? Or is there another way of looking at this? Right. Is there another interpretation? And I think sometimes we just swallow our thoughts and say that's that's facts. And then we kind of drive ourselves up the wall. Right. So I think it's important to make sure we assess and ask ourselves. And if we are not good at asking ourselves questions, then find someone that can challenge the way that we're thinking. Absolutely. And, and rely on people that you can trust. You know, there's a lot of information out there. There's yeah. a lot of information that can be wrong. Find your sources that you rely on that, you know, are reputable. Yeah. And, um, you know, I see a lot of, uh, these posts from just normal people on, on social media and it's getting shared a million times as they're experts in their, uh, I, you, you don't know who is really behind that account yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with weather, um, our big thing is is that uh, we we ask people to be prepared and not scared. Uh, that's why we you know severe weather. We have a plan in place. Yeah. We know what we're going to be doing, and that way, if something did happen, well, hey, we've we've not delimited all the fear, but we're prepared for the situation. Is that good advice to with these current times that we're going through as well? Yeah, it's realizing that. If you take the weather, I love that analogy because the fact is that the rain just doesn't happen by itself. There are things getting together that creates mm-hmm. the rain. Sure. And so it's the same thing here. It's realizing it isn't just one thing and then I'm going to have this virus. It's realizing that there are a number of things that come together to create that situation. So what can I do? What's one thing I can do to stop the cycle, if I may? And whether that be I wash my hands more or whatever it is, but kind of find where your own power is in regards to this and realizing that it's not just um, a thing that just shows up. It's that things are pulled together that creates that. And so as long as we can manage or find ways that we can be of um, effect within our own process, that makes sense. So I know, you know, if this does continue to spread and, and people do get sick, uh, the first thing is like, oh my gosh, I've, I've got it, you know, uh, and sometimes that can actually do more harm, that worry and that, that stress and than the actual virus itself. Um, uh, you know, so I know I, uh, you know, look, we're all human. I think mm-hmm. uh, we all have somewhat of a concern that if we do get it, but I would think that the best thing to do is just take a deep breath, right? Yeah. Taking a deep breath and there's a way to take that breath. I think it's important. <laughs> Um, it's that when you do take that breath is noticing, allow yourself to breathe way down in your belly, not necessarily in your chest. And I think if we try and especially with anxiety, we end up breathing in our chest area and then getting a panic attack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if we kind of focus that breath down as far as we can, and sometimes for me, I say, I'm going to fill that balloon up as much as I can and empty it as much as I can. It has a actual relaxing effect on the brain. And we really just need to have the brain not worry. Right. And so if we focus on the breath um, at a deeper level in our stomachs rather than just in our chest, then that makes a big, big difference. 
So a question is, is that, you know, what's, uh, this is, a, we're also broadcasting this live on Facebook as well. And the number one question is, what's up with all the toilet paper? And I know you're not expert <laughs> in, in that. <laughs> I think what happened at one time was uh, there was some meme that, uh, honestly, it's weird how social media has such an impact on people. There was a meme that was going across, well, you know, you're grabbing the milk and bread. I'm grabbing the toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. I heard somebody say that to me, like, oh, before they start again, I'm grabbing the toilet paper. So I, somehow psychologically we saw that and they're like, now everybody's grabbing the yes. toilet paper. Yes. Yes. So I, I, you know, look, the times are stressful. I get it. I'm not trying to make a light of it, but I think, you know, having, it, I would say having still a good sense of humor is essential, yes. right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think a part of that is, um, to have that sense, sense of humor is to realize that there's all, there's two sides to this actual story. Mm-hmm. And, um, and sometimes if we're not careful, we tend to kind of lose touch with each other because we are so focused on kind of um, um, proving what it is that we're telling ourselves. Right. And so I, because a part of these anxiety piece is that for some people, it's words in their head, you know, I gotta do this, what if, what if, what if this, what if that. Mm-hmm. But for some, it's not even words. For some, it's this kind of this image of the worst. Right. Right. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of realizing that it affects us differently and that we all are affected at some level. And to remember to be kind to each other is going to be important. That's that's a very good point. Yes. Be kind to each other. I know social media can you know, we all want to share our opinions and, um, you know, want to be expressing ourselves. But at the same time, social media might not be the best place for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so. Probably a good suggestion is maybe take a break. Yes. <laughs> yeah, to take a break or take a time out, if you may, when you feel it's absolutely okay to take a time out when you feel as though you're not um, in the spot to think clearly. Right. Right. And then um, also what's helpful is to take a time in is to go back and have conversations and reconnect because we do need to have time ins to help ha- to have people check our thoughts for us. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you're away too much, then you kind of start again to get lost in your own thoughts and think it's facts. But take those time ins, allow your friend or whoever it is or your family or your spouse to be able to say, well, you know, I'm not quite sure if that's the best way of thinking about this. Right. Absolutely. Well, you know, we're going in severe weather season as well. And severe weather uh, brings out a a different type of anxiety. And, uh, you know, this can be uh, the unknown on that can be quite intense. Um, So, you know, kids got to talk to them. You got to talk to your family members have, again, we always say have a plan in place so that we can be prepared and not scared. And, uh, you know what, we're all, we're going to work. We're, we're, you know, humans by nature tend to, you know, worry about these things. But in reality, we, we all come together on the hardest times we've seen in history, right? Yeah, absolutely. And because the fact is we either have a tendency again to, to pull uh, or to run away or to pull together. Sure. And um, I think the whole thing comes down to our concept of compassion, right? And for me to have compassion, I need to see you like me, right? Right. That's the real key. I got to see you like I am. Um, And, but when we end up not having compassion is when, again, I see you as somebody else or we're not the same. Gotcha. And I, so I think if we can work on realizing again, Every that this virus, if you may, sure. is not necessarily um, 
it doesn't pick the people that it doesn't like. Right, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so just kind of realizing that uh, we're all in this together, we're all going through this together, and it's an opportunity to develop compassion right. rather than realizing that we're separate. And I think that's the key component for us as well. That's, that's incredibly important, and that's great. glad you brought that to light. Um, so thank you so much for uh, coming in today on sh such short notice. But uh, I think this is going to be continue to be very relevant over the next couple of weeks. Andre, I know you're busy. So thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me.